some folks have a strange idea entertainment. <laughs> And welcome to episode number three, Mark. Number three. Two guys on Friday. Thank you very much for tuning in, those of you who have. And if you do the math on it, we are 10 away from 13. All right. So it's got to be big, right? Yeah. We got to start planning that number 13 for sure. I thought maybe you and I can do a little bit of a duet or something. (laughs) Bust out the keyboard. Please don't let my heart belong to anyone. Keep going. That's going to be it. That's <laughs> going to be the song. That's going to be the song. And this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? My week was actually... Week, sorry. Yeah, yes. week was pretty good, actually. I went on a date. Oh, yeah? How'd I brought go? back the online dating, even though I swore it off. And? How'd and, it go? Well, I was talking to this chick. I won't... Mention her name just for privacy issues in Sounds case good. she listens to this. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I broke my number one golden rule. What is that? What's that golden rule, Kevin? Uh, never do a sit down face to face interview like a coffee. <laughs> you know, okay. you're just sitting there, you get the awkward pause. It's game over. Right. There's no recovering right. from it, man. But this chick here, super nice. She actually has a career, which is a change for me. Ooh, that is a change. <laughs> no more Safeway gas attendants and whatnot. <laughs> that was the halfway house girl, by the way. Oh, okay. So yeah, we had great communication online and I broke my rule, went for a lunch. Okay. Figured since we had good flow, give it a shot. So we finally meet up. I'm waiting for her outside of OJ's. Uh-huh. Then she texts me, she just parks. So I'm waiting, waiting. There she comes around the corner. So first thing you do on a date, you give the hug. Nice to meet you, right? Mm-hmm. So I walk up to her. I was nervous as fuck. I don't know. Oh, I've never been nervous on a date before, man. But this no? one, I was super nervous. I don't know why. So I walk up to her, arms out, ready for a hug. I step on her foot. Ooh. And I get about two-thirds of a hug in. Right? <laughs> so I'm just kind of looking at her. Then I go for a re-hug. And? I double hugged her, man. Oh. It was awkward as fuck. No. uh, So I tried to brush that off, pretend it didn't happen. (laughs) We get inside and we start talking. It's going good. We order a drink. So she orders a Caesar and she's squirting a lime in her drink and it just squirts all over her face. Mm. Into her eyeball. She gets up running to the bathroom. Oh, bad news. That's got to hurt. (laughs) But anyways, uh, date went good, I think. Conversation flowed. And then when I got home, I texted her. I said... I couldn't stop thinking about the awkward hug, right? (laughs) I said, listen, I'm sorry for stepping on your foot and giving you a weird, weird, awkward hug. (laughs) I said, normally I have better balance than that. (laughs) So Mm. we ended up having a good laugh over that. So hopefully there's a date number two out of that one. Oh, sounds sounds like it could have gone like right off the rails for you right (laughs) at the (laughs) get-go. Maybe, yeah, she probably thought you were like right into her with the double hug. (laughs) (laughs) Who does the double hug? Just ended already. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> oh man. But that hey, doesn't least... compare to any of the other dates I've been on though. At least, at least she's accepting of the, of the hug. Cause yes. I know there's a lot of people that are not huggers. That's true. Right. Yeah. I've encountered, like I went out arms wide open for a hug and I get that. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, okay. A, a Creed song comes to mind when you say arms wide open. Arms wide open. <laughs> that All was right. bad. Yeah. I saw, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh. talk the burning. The Burning. It was yes. your movie recommendation from yes, last it was. week. And you said you watched it, right? I did watch it. 
And it is a total Friday the 13th ripoff. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Start to end. Was there anything that you liked about it? Was, like, what did you think of it in, all you know, in general? Overall, it was well acted. I thought so too. And I mean, what a cast, right? Jason Alexander. I burst out laughing when I saw him. Full head of hair, slender guy, a.k.a. George Costanza. Right. Holly Hunter. Um, Holly Hunter, yes. Gosh, he was. there was like so many other different people that were in. Um, Fisher Stevens. Uh, if anybody has ever watched Hackers, the bad guy in Hackers. Is that or, him? Yeah. No. Or he plays a brown dude in uh, Short Circuit. That oh my Fisher God, Stevens, that brings me that way back. That Fisher Stevens. No. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. He, uh, what else? There's another one, um, My Science Project. He's like, plays the buddy to uh, the one guy from Christine. I don't remember his name. He's also, in, he's in Christine and he's also uh, in Top Gun. Like, there's a couple of other guys that I recognized from other movies, but just like their name just does not stand out. But if you guys do give it a chance, it's, I've, I've practical effects were great. I practical effects were awesome. Yeah, I think everything about it, like it, it almost, it, yeah, like it definitely has that Friday the Thirteenth vibe, totally. and not just because they're at a camp, like that. Like I mean, it's the whole something happened, time passes, revenge starts as soon as yeah. the time passes, and there's it's, a lot of eighties bush in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like a lot of a lot of really, um, how can I say, like not really surprise kills but like definitely like red herrings like where the softball goes out into the bush and the girl comes in and you see the point of view of the killer but nothing yeah. happens like yeah. that that happens a couple of different times yeah it does where you see oh she's gonna die she's gonna die she's not nope and that's what i really like the tension was building yeah building in that. no i really enjoyed it actually i thought it was i thought it was done quite well and yeah like the typical reveal at the end and yeah from what i remember there's no real lead into a possible uh sequel no he's burnt to yeah. shit man and he's done and yeah like there's no said, bringing him back <laughs> and like you said with the friday the 13th representation in it the good old-fashioned campfire story at the end yeah yeah no i enjoyed that one that was one that i remember pe- uh, people talking about how it was like one of the early early slasher movies and had to give it a chance yeah jason yeah. alexander can't go wrong oh man god and I tell you, 80s chicks and 1080p, not bad. <laughs> not bad, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a good so, one. So, yeah, I give sure. it a Kevin Horror score of 7.5. Ah, It nice. loses 1.5 for too much man-ass. <laughs> There's a lot of man-ass. There in is, yes. And then another point, Friday 13th ripoff. Yeah, yeah, Other sure. than that, great flick, man. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. choice. And you didn't Thank get you. to the loved ones, did you? No, not quite yet. I, uh, a matter of getting my time with the TV and hopefully it'll happen sooner and I'm going to give give it a chance. I watched the trailer for it. Whoa, does it look crazy? <laughs> it does. It oh, like I I'm dying to see it. I'm dying to see it. It's just just You've been looks... too busy making Halloween costumes, exactly. right? Exactly. Halloween costumes, right? <laughs> so whose idea was it for your son to be a robot? Actually, it was my son's idea to be a robot. Okay. He uh he talked we asked him We've asked him like a number of times, like throughout the year, like, what do you want to be for Halloween? Yeah. At one time it was a ghost, more recently a robot. Luckily, we may have talked him out of the robot thing, which kind of sucks because there was a lot of time spent, sort of spent like shopping and stuff. And I yeah. collected a ton of fucking cardboard <laughs> and bought some spray paint and some masking tape. But 
And I my went wife. with you for a part yes. of your journey there. Yes, we. And uh, I am never getting into a vehicle with you again. Okay, that's good. <laughs> you had the urge to take off your overhead sweater while driving down a yes, highway. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was that was a poor choice. Yeah. Poor choice. But yeah, like we uh, we went to probably the cleanest uh, Valu village oh. there is in the world. Fancy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, that's uh french for used clothes <laughs> all in all like i think it's a blessing in disguise because my wife she picked him up a costume of the flash yeah when we got home she brought it out which was awesome because the flash is his second favorite superhero guy but has now become like the main like he always talks about the flash so yeah. to me it only made sense that like i was actually going to buy him that same costume like earlier but dude on. he suggested a ghost you i know, take one of your whites that you fold oh. all the time and put it over his head and cut two holes done i, I was i was actually gonna try and convince him to be jason because i got like the three masks yeah. and stuff and like there's that halloween store like i saw a kid's version of michael myers like oh that's the route that i was gonna go but yeah i don't think that would go <laughs> fly in grade one so <laughs> dude it was stressing you out oh huge huge <laughs> So I think I think what I w- want to do is to still make him a robot costume, yeah. But like for something to play with at home, so it's not something they got to worry about him being at school yeah. and not being able to go to the bathroom or some kind of stuff like that, or yeah. you know, shining lights in other kids' eyes kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can only shine it in our eyes and his sister's eyes. So yeah, it was my plan to go to uh, a Halloween party. I wanted to go as Pennywise. Oh yeah, all over my Instagram, man. Everybody is dressing up as Pennywise. Oh, is, I was that's like, the worst. Oh, I'm going to be like one of like 500 people dressed the same. <laughs> so now I got to get a plan B. What do you have for costume so far? Nothing. Nothing. I went all? and bought some makeups today and mm-hmm. I've been doing the peeling skin effect and okay. doing the bloody stuff, right? So well, I'm just going to zombify myself, okay. I think. I well, know. I was going to say if you're still like kind of aiming towards the clown thing or a robot. <laughs> or a robot. Hey, I've got, I've got some stuff that you could build a robot costume. But no, like uh, I remember hearing years back when I think it was when Dark Knight came out, guys were dressed as the Joker and ladies were all over them. Yeah, eh? yeah. So you just gotta find yourself a purple suit and you're living large and in charge. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see how that goes, though, right? Yeah, I'm hoping to pull some Tom Savini shit with this makeup. That but... would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. And I think zombies for sure. Like, I mean, did I think uh, Walking Dead just wrapped up? Yep. Yeah, I think it. What's did. your thought on Walking Dead? Um, I watched. Are you uh, done with it? Did you shut it down? Well, I want to keep going with it. My wife and I, we watched it pretty religiously. Like we, I when, saw the look on your face. I feel the same way, yeah. man. It's it's gotten. Well, I th- I think they jumped the shark with all like guys. Like I haven't. I've watched. I think the first two episodes where Glenn got the bat to the head, and so did Abraham. That I even had a look away. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, the Glenn one. But it's like, man, that was too much. Like, but to me, like, I totally thought that it wasn't going to be him because episodes prior to that, end of that season, oh, Glenn's alive. Glenn's not alive. Oh, he's hiding sorry to under cut a you dumpster. Off. They weren't going to kill Glenn off. Oh, no? Sorry, Actor. I don't even know the actor's name. Oh, but uh, the guy who plays Glenn. So, yeah, the guy who plays Glenn insisted he get killed off. He wanted yeah. to stay true to the comics. Hey, so, you got to admire that. Yeah, for sure. Right? You got to admire that. But I honestly, like to me that I was like all into, all right, he's alive. All right, he's alive. And then like only for like three episodes later for him to get like a Louisville slugger with barbed wire yeah. to the face, you know, yeah. like over and over yeah. and over. And so like my, we watched that and like 
immediately my wife's just like, nope, Jeep is done. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll try watching it and stuff. And then, then it's one of those things, just trying to watch it when she's not around because she doesn't want to watch it. So yeah. I don't get to watch it And I've it gotten anymore. bored of the zombies. That's the thing. It's all CGI. Yeah. Like every single yeah. shot now. Before they put some practicals in. And... Yeah. No, I'm like, I, I think it's, I still think it's a good show, but. Yeah, I'm hoping the season picks up. And... Yeah. But no, I'm, I haven't watched much of it. And maybe there will be a time when I power through the whole season, do a lot of binge mm-hmm. watching, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm not too excited about season seven. Or now, it, no, it's eight now. Is it eight already? I think it's eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like guys I worked with, they were, they told me all about it. Like I didn't for, watch the first season until the second season was coming out and they did a recap. Yeah. And so powered through the recap and I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. And then watch the second season. Like I kind of liked how they split it up, but at the same time, like a lot of shows do that now. They have like two halves to the one season, right? Mm-hmm. Where they play a couple of episodes, cliffhanger, play a few episodes and then it's done. Yeah. Cliffhangers are horrible. I yeah. <laughs> they do make me want to watch it, but I don't yeah. fucking feel like waiting that long. No. Yeah. So Monster Squad. You remember that as Oh, child. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've actually tried to introduce my kids to that. Oh, they would love it, man. It's not It's not a gruesome movie, is it? No, there's no... No, I think, I think they would still find it a little bit scary just because of the music and stuff. Um, but yeah, go on with the Monster so Squad. So there's talks about... Not a remake, but a sequel. So all the kids in the first movie, they're fairly young, right? Between yeah. ages four and eight. And there's talks of a sequel. I think it'd I, be pretty I, I think it would work. I think it would work. I was upset when I thought it was a reboot. Okay. Again, with the reboots, yeah. right? But this one's actually going to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. The grown-up adults, and then all the monsters come back again, and they got to fight them off again. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That looks pretty good. I think what I really liked about that too was, yeah, it had every monster in it. And yeah. if you had never watched any of those movies back in the day, then you would understand like after watching it, like how each are killed. Like, you know, yeah. the werewolf, the silver bullet, the... Or getting kicked in the nards. Yeah. Wolfman's well, got, got nards. nards. Like, what a line. <laughs> what a line. But no, that's, I, I remember hearing that they were thinking of a remake for that. Yeah. So that's in the works. It's just mm-hmm. in talks right now. So I hope that happens. Yeah. Yeah, no I doubt. think that's the only movie I ever cried at. Really? And the little girl lost Frankenstein. He's getting sucked oh, up in yeah. the vortex. Man, was I sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that in the notebook. Yeah. The notebook got me too, buddy. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan Gosling, for loving your wife so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a James choker. Gardner. Oh. <laughs> okay. I got news for you. All right. Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Who do you think won that battle? If you take the whole end into consideration... I, I think it was a tie, a tie on paper, in real, if in reality, <laughs> I think Jason won. He did win, actually. He did I win. I read an article recently. Yeah. And it was from Robert England. Oh, yeah. And he gave the title to Jason Voorhees, calling him the ultimate slasher. Really? He said his wink at the end was him signing off. Mm. There you have it, folks. Jason's the winner. I think so, but at the same time, like you look, like the whole concept of the movie was for Freddy to come back and Freddy to be recognized and people to be scared of Freddy's. But they obviously thought like Jason killed Freddy, so they wouldn't be afraid of Freddy anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you know, man, you should Jason be cheering Jason's... right now. Our guy won. I know, I know. 
Show, show some enthusiasm. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> See, I, I saw that with a friend of mine at a sneak preview, and I got a T-shirt out of it. How so? Said, it said, uh, they drew they ticket numbers. Oh, they drew okay. ticket numbers. Now, the shirt had Freddy versus... It was white. Freddy versus Jason up across the front. Yeah. And on the back, it had a picture of Freddy and some of his stats. Now, what pissed me off... Like to me, I wanted Jason on the yeah, back with all his fucking stats, right? Yeah. But no, like I like not that I've like I I'm bad mouthing Freddie. It's not Freddie's awesome. Oh, Don't cool. get me wrong, not like Jason, but Freddie's awesome. They ruined him after after the second one, though. I think we talked about this one. Yeah, yeah, they made him so comical. Yeah, it got way too. One and two, like, he was dark and scary. Actually, I disagree with you. I think after four, it kind of got ridiculous. You think so? Yeah. Half the movie of those those times were the soundtrack. And Dream Warriors, Dawkins, come on guys, eighties metal. <laughs> yeah. They they did the whole theme theme to um, at least one song. They might have done a few more. But that to me was the ultimate. But I mean what was it? The fifth one had like a Will Smith, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air song yeah. on it and stuff. Yeah. And like that's Fat true, Boys. That's like, true. Ugh. Like just, just. I horrible. finished watching them all within like a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, I rewatched every single one and Roseanne Barr, Tom, <laughs> Tom Arnold. I I turned oh, it off. I couldn't god. watch it. Like Seth Green was in that. I'm like, all right, Seth Green. But then it's like, oh my god, Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr yeah. in this. No. After a while, it was just ridiculous. It wasn't like the first one where it was dark. You hardly saw his face. Mm-hmm. Second one, you saw his face a little bit more. Three. Yeah, like just I think probably just about the same as much. Same and I think one and two, two, his makeup he had like blistering too. Like there was actual blood on his face, was there not? I think so. It was more. Yeah, yeah. and then after a while, like yeah, it just it, it just looked just like a plastic look man. Yeah, but no, like the, like I said, like the soundtrack really added to those movies of that time, and that's where I think Nightmare on Elm Street, not let alone like having a talking character, yeah. kind of became more popular than Friday the Thirteenth, or at least. Here he could talk. You saw his face. You know, Jason was just like, never said anything. Same with Michael Myers, obviously. But I mean, they never they never spoke. But as far as uh, metal in horror movies. You're a total metalhead. I'm, I am. <laughs> like, it's, I've started to, I started to get, start respecting more 80s and 90s pop music as yeah. of late. But one of the, one well, of the. Cons- I don't mean to cut you off. Or a song from last week. Yes. Crispin Glover. Yeah. This is Epic Dance. I nerded out with one of our listeners. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We just kept going line by line, Ted and, <laughs> Ted and Crispin, right? <laughs> nice. I finally said to her, listen, we can go on all night. Let's just end it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, no. I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like with uh, in these 80s, basically, one of the things that like 80s metal got like a really bad rap. Like obviously there was the hair metal, Guns N' Roses, Poison and all that stuff. But... Parents were so afraid of heavy metal. Every song had some sort of satanic message to it. Motley Crue, you look at, they had the trouble. Judas Priest, Ozzy, all those guys. What was that cartoon they had to take down because they said there was a flash of a penis in it or something? Oh, I don't remember. I remember seeing, it was a... Fuck, what was that? I want to say it was a SpongeBob, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was SpongeBob. Every cartoon character in there looks like a penis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh but yeah like the movie recommendation that i'm having for this week and i'm going to lead into it 
And oh, you're doing it this early. Thing. I'm doing it this early. How come? The uh, just because it really sets the stage for the song that I okay. want to play. Stage um, is yours, buddy. All right. the The movie that I recommend for this week it's Trick or Treat. Now, this isn't the one with Sam Hain, the guy with the big ball head. No, this is 1986 Trick or Treat. Whole concept is uh, Satanism and heavy metal. Kid, this rock star dies in hotel fire which is satanically related, he transfers his soul into his last recording and one of his biggest fans gets a copy of the recording and accidentally plays it backwards. Uh-oh. Sets the That's stage right there. news. <laughs> and the whole soundtrack for the movie was done by a band that, honestly, I wore this cassette right out. The band was called Fastway and the song is called Trick or Treat. This is it. Hope you enjoy it as much as I do. tell you it's a big change from the 90s pop music <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man even my brother he stole that cassette from me too and he listened to it quite a bit yeah like, eh? it just it fits the movie quite well and the fact that it's the same band throughout the whole thing and it's the whole album is the soundtrack to it okay you know me am i gonna like this movie 
Yes. Or am I going to yes. fucking get mad at you? You're going to like this movie. It's got Ozzy and Gene Simmons in the movie. Okay. And, oh, Ozzy's the best. Ozzy's the best. You watch for Ozzy in it, okay. and you're going to laugh your head off. Is it just a cameo role? or is cameo, a- Cameos for both. They do speak, but they're not themselves. Okay. Um, Gene Simmons plays a DJ, and Ozzy, <laughs> of all things, plays a preacher who's no. like totally, totally <laughs> slamming heavy metal. That is it's, one scary-ass preacher. It's the best. <laughs> okay. But... Um, so yeah. Okay, so we're going to continue on from last week. We didn't get a yeah. chance to finish. The scripts yes. that were rejected, thank God. So and I went over the one, uh, uh, Aaron. Guzikowski, yes. Guzikowski, yes. That one sucked ass. So I looked into the Nick Antacosta and Tosca <laughs> script. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was... Titled Friday the 13th, 3D. So this was the go-ahead. It was planned, ready to film. I this think, is that script, I right? think this was one that they they were going to... It was one of the last ones that they figured that was going to be the one they okay. were going to Okay, it was their final light. draft. Yeah. Okay. Um, 3D, I'm, I'm a fan of, but I think at the same time... Like three D now is a lot better than obviously it was when with part three with the <laughs> of course with the blue, <laughs> blue and red. Although I still I still love that. Yeah. Um, reading. So give it, us the lowdown. What well, was... could have taken over for part two. It had a lot of backstory as to it didn't sh- like it didn't show. It was I guess I could you could say it was a bit of a, like could have been a standalone. Like they called it a reboot. Um, they sh- they told the backstory of. Uh, Pamela and Jason okay. and like what um so reboot or remake reboot 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 so again like so this is a fresh start for the new generation I, that's I think where it was, they were going with I it, think right? it could like it legitimately probably could have been a standalone movie okay like had they done it um it's it starts out with counselors at a camp of course you know like don't stray too far away right from from what works but instead, it was like part two where uh, just a bunch of counselors, like it didn't really go into a lot of detail as to what the characters were. Okay. So you weren't sure if they were campers, where they were counselors, but I think it was kind of like it's supposed to be like a counselor training camp on the opposite, same lake, but on the opposite side of the Crystal Lake camp. Okay. So clearly there's a little bit of character development. And I mean, like, honestly, like these characters were like... I, I, I don't Not even bad. have words. I don't Not even bad. have words. They were, well, they were stereotypical characters, but at the same time, like it was just you. Same old shit. Well, the, the script itself, like, it was difficult to follow what was going on. So they, they're all hanging out. They're all getting to know each other. Of course, you know, sexual innuendos here and there. And of course you got to enter the drugs and alcohol and stuff to set up that whole theme. Yeah gotta have that yeah and so there's a lot of a lot of tension builders like a few false jump scares right out of the gate but like i said no real intro as to why they were there and then all of a sudden of course you gotta get a little bit of build up campfire comes along so oh let's tell the story about what happened on the other side of the lake i don't i don't mind that to a degree but like every fucking movie has it but that makes sense, though. You think, like, when you go camping, there's always the ghost stories around the campfire. I know, but... Uh, and, and I understand that point 
one of the positive things I would say was that it took place in the 80s. To me, that's the way they got to go with the next one is you got to go retro. You yeah. can't you can't you can't have cell phones. Like even though cell phones probably wouldn't work, you can't have any sort of possible communication I agree with the outside with you world. Yeah. Like that has to be you have to have that um what do you call it? Like when you're that isolation. Like Victor That's Miller, a I think, word. said it. That's yeah. a perfect word. The isolation. So, you know, help is not going to be a few minutes away, right? Um, okay, so they're at the campfire telling the story. And so as things are going on, they, they a lot of fake drowning. So, you know, you get the, a lot of these red herrings where, oh, something's happening, but it's not happening. Like there was a lot of fake drownings. And I mean, okay, we get it. The idea was Jason drowned, but you don't need to throw in fake drownings every couple of pages. Like there was, I really? swear there was like three. There's three where like uh, maybe they were how? practicing rescuing or something like that. I don't really understand it. Then one of the nights, the guy who's in charge, like they, they're all smoking joints around the fire and talking about what happened at the other end of the camp or in other end of the lake. So then they convince the guy who's like their boss or whatever. Yeah. Hey, we want to go check it out. So he's like, oh, okay, well, let's go check it out. So they canoe across the lake. They're all giddy to check everything out. And yeah, sure enough, they show up at the lake. And the description of the old rundown camp, that was pretty cool. Like everything was rotted. Things were shut down. But of course, there's they go into these different sheds, find these different things. Like mm-hmm. one guy finds the goalie mask. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, like he scares some of the other people with it, puts it on and stuff. One uh, of the girls... I'm hating it already, man. That's too much I too know. fast. It's... Exactly. Exactly. Like this was this was probably 50 some odd pages in. So like it was too boring at the beginning. It was too boring leading up to it. But then the, finally they, when they're across there, things start happening. The One of the girls finds this charm bracelet. Apparently this charm bracelet ends up being a lot more than you think it should be. <laughs> So apparently it's a personal item of our friend, Jason Voorhees. So this is replacing the pendant, the necklace. Yes, basically. Okay. Like from the re- from the reboot in wow, 2009. Wow, they really switched it up. Oh, eh? yeah. <laughs> like, t- yeah, like they stole like a bunch of different things from it. And so, they, so they're over in the camp. Then all of a sudden, like it seemed like a lot more stuff of not happening, like boring, boring, boring. And then... All of a sudden, Jason's just killing people and killing people and killing people. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the typical thing where like, oh, you know, somebody walks alone, which they shouldn't do, gets killed. So like, I don't know. Like it was, it just seemed like it was all over the place. And then it wasn't until the very end where like all the mayhem's happening. Like, oh really? It's like it's not so a it's, it's like a, a stalker mass... movie until the end well, kind of thing. Sort of, yeah. Like like there was there was some point of views like he's watching people, he's watching them go around and stuff. All of a sudden, oh, they're chasing, killing, chasing, killing. Like within seconds of each other, it's the chasing, killing, not the, like you said, like the hunting where somebody walks alone, boom, killed. Oh, somebody went to go check out that sound, boom, dead. Like, you know, yeah. like it was, that to me is where you, you know, you talk about your favorite kills and all the Friday the 13th and you can separate them because they all died alone. That's how you have to die in some of these, maybe yeah. two, three at the same time where like, yeah, like in, in the reboot, where they're like running out of the mine and the one chick who you thought was going to make it doesn't make it, right? Yeah. No, like to me, it was, it had elements of almost all of them, like, but it was almost like a remake of part two. 
Like it, it could have been like just part two. So again, I'm so glad that they didn't go this route because like at the end, they've got like a big shootout with the police and some of the other counselors. Yeah. As soon as you start throwing guns into the situation, like, you know, part six, yeah, he gets shot a couple times, but he was also dead for like (laughs) 20 years, you know, 10, 15 years or whatever. So maybe maybe if it was a sequel, the mother in it. Only the story, the only, only the story, ah. like they, they told the story of how like she got all mad because he drowned and somebody cut off their head oh, and God. that was like the ghost story, yeah, right? Yeah. I think it would have been probably a good sequel to the reboot, but at the same time in the reboot in 2009, they, before the credits stopped rolling, all the flashes of like his mom getting cut off, head cut off, he picks up the amulet or the, the, the necklace pendant, pendant thank yeah. you and that's it like like a lot of machete kills i like that because you know he's typically associated with using a machete even though like i think it's only really a handful of kills that he really has with a machete yeah like throughout the whole throughout all of them but no like it's it's again a good thing that they he doesn't get the machete until well he uses it in sec- like obviously mark gets it in the in the face yeah, but two. it didn't become his iconic weapon until I think it was six. Was it really six? I think so, man. Is it well? Yeah, like he used it, it was in part four. six, the hunter. Yeah, like yeah. He, pu- he puts his fist right. through his chest, and that's where he yeah. got the machete. And from oh, there, rips rips his arm off, throws him into the tree. Yes, there you and go. Smacks yeah. his face on yeah. the smiley face, which yeah, yeah, was yeah, kind of yeah. neat. But, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like he didn't really use it all the time until part six. Yeah, and I mean part five, like. You know, we're going to touch on that another time, but that in itself, I think, would, is basically a reimagination. Mm-hmm. But no, sorry I sorry to cut you off, but yeah, how does so there's a cop shootout? Cop shootout, part of his face gets blown off. Just seems like they finally get away. They shoot him a bunch of times. He gets run over by a cop car. And as they're driving, what seemingly like they're out of town, so you know, like 10 miles down the road, yeah. Then they look behind them, they see, oh, he's getting up. And it's like, I don't know. Like it was, it was really disorganized, very oh. hard to read. And like, honestly, like I just about fell asleep reading the darn thing. No but, shit. And I'm falling asleep right now. Yeah. Listening to you. <laughs> but no, like again, like was... he's probably done a good job with his TV shows and stuff that he's done, but like, yeah. When are they going to learn? Stop. I don't know. Ugh. But you know what's going to happen when, when the, when it changes hands, when it goes to Paramount, they're, I wouldn't doubt if they actually start putting some serious consideration. I would it. like to see if you remember Predator. Of mm-hmm. course you do. Yeah. How when he was injured, it took uh, about a 10, 15 minute scene. They just cut to him in the tree and he was repairing himself. Yes. Giving himself first. Aid. Yes. Why not see Jason do that? Well, exactly. I'd like to see him eat something too. Yeah. Like you know, wildlife just, or something. Just like, simple things be, like that would make it so much better. I think. To be more human. And now like, like and a thing that I would think too is like, He's, you know, living off the land. So obviously he's not going to be like chubby and all that stuff. He's going to be like right ripped because he's constantly doing stuff. He's cutting wood. So he has a fire. He's hunting his food down. He's not just going, (laughs) ordering some like (laughs) Charles Jr. You know, like Like, the first four movies is him human. He doesn't zombify until part six. Right. Do some first aid, man. Exactly. Take a shit, eat something, whatever. And so you don't make it seem like he's, you know, unstoppable. He just... He gets a cut. He knows how to help, like help himself out. 
Yeah. You know, like you have him get attacked and he's off somewhere, like you said, up in the tree or in some sort of cave or something like that, sewing himself up and right. maybe even that have like, so a, interesting, like right? him like, ah, like making some grunting noises. Yeah, like screaming, like yelling in pain. So you recognize the fact that he does feel something, but the rage at the time takes over in the adrenaline form that, you know, he can take a swipe and it doesn't affect yeah. him. How would you feel if they made him talk? Uh, We've heard I, nothing from him for 30 plus years. If they made him talk. I, well, if you were to make him talk, I don't even know what you would make him say. <laughs> like something mommy, mommy something. Like I'm not, I'm not talking a whole conversation. Just no, a few no. little words. Like I honestly here. Would that I know, interest you? I know it would interest me. And I'll tell you what the line is. I just figured it out right now with the line he okay. would have. I love you, mommy. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Maybe even like at, he finds his mom's decapitated head. He's holding it in his hands. I love you, mommy. Even weirded out even more, gives it a kiss. Ooh, it's got to be because up. because it's it's he's so tied to his mom and his mom's so tied to him that you could not break that bond. You would have to exploit it in a way too. Yeah. So that that to me would be the line. But again, like it would have to be. Before he puts the mask on, because like once once he's an adult, once he's going that route, yeah, kill, kill. When he kill. finds the mask, have him say hockey. <laughs> no, <laughs> two for slashing. <laughs> Why not? Oh, could you imagine? Okay, yeah. So he gra- he grabs somebody and throws him on a meat hook. Two minutes for hooking. <laughs> Oh, man. May as well add that because they're already ruining it already. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I I really hope that they do start it over and, yeah, like just. Oh, we talked about last week too about our own, yeah, own, own, own script. Yeah. yeah. I do thought have... about it the other day. Okay. Not for the opener movie, but down the road if they're going to keep doing sequels. Mm-hmm. Instead of killing them off on one, if you think about Suicide Squad, Harley okay. Quinn trapped in that glass room, mm-hmm. no way out. What if they catch him finally? Then okay. they trap him into this high, high uh, this facility where, you okay. know, and they study okay. him and. Okay, that would you know. They, he's hooked to electrodes and they shock him and piss him off. A little bit, a little bit of Jason X, but yeah, like something I can, yeah, something well, I could, I think would be kind of neat. Yeah, because that was the, that was always the thing. Like there was n- seemingly never anybody looking for him. No, you know until. She just goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got a terrible taste in my mouth now. Yeah, like until Jason goes to hell, there's nobody like looking for him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, who is it? Like, I think we were talking about this where I don't remember the guy's character, like the name, but that guy was supposed to be Tommy Jarvis to a degree, where Tommy Jarvis is actually hunting him down. The main lead? No, not the main lead. The the uh, oh. You the know Duke. The yeah, the Duke. The yes. Duke. She oh, ain't had a taste of the Duke yet. <laughs> when I think Jason Voorhees, I think of a little girl in a pink dress. <laughs> that, There's something about hot dogs, too. Yeah. Like that, honestly, like that. I, uh. Oh, God. <laughs> if any, that one gave me nightmares just because it was so terrible. And I yeah. can't believe I watched that twice. I watched that back to back in the theater because I came in late. And oh. I swear I missed something because like this doesn't make sense. They I have to watch it again. <laughs> well, I got into it. I'm like, okay, I must have missed something. They're running like stuff's already happening. Like, what did I miss? What did I miss? And I'm like, I missed the credits. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in grade nine, 
And every lunch break, we used to walk to this convenience store to get our candy and snacks, whatever. And they had an issue of Fangoria magazine. Okay. All dedicated to Jason Goes to Hell. I bought it there. I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. I think I might have bought the same magazine. Did that have like the kill count, like of all the movies yes. and how they died? Yes. Yeah. Beginning yeah. to end of that book was yeah. just Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I saw that picture of the black coroner. He was eating yeah. the heart. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so rad. Oh, yeah. No. no. Shite. Shite. <laughs> so since we're dissecting, okay. I think next week we should dissect one of these movies. Okay. Which one do you think we should go with first? Should we go in order? If you agree with me. No, let's mix it up. Okay. If you agree I'm with for me. That. Part 10, Jason X, pretty much doesn't need to exist. Okay. <laughs> so do you want to pick the shit out of that? I think we could. I think we could. Because it, be, it, it belongs buried in the Nevada desert. Yes, right beside the E.T. video yes, games. Yes, the E.T. <laughs> I forgot about that. That game destroyed Atari. I that, wouldn't doubt that it. That was it. Yeah. its demise. They invested so much money in that. They should have uh, cashed in, but I think they were advertising it before the game was even made. Yeah. All it, I don't think they even finished yeah, the it because it just did not make no sense. sense whatsoever. No. It's just this little E.T., which looks like a little piece of turd. Yeah, and he kept on falling in a hole, and that was it. Like, he couldn't get out. Oh, <laughs> and that great. little the detective, that's all you were running away from, yeah. that little man. And yeah, oh, no. Terry yeah. shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. All the parents who bought the game, they just went in, returned everything. Well, I think they, I think Atari even recalled them, like said, like, you know, yeah, we'll because give people you your kept, money back. Yeah. yeah people kept they probably it back sold and, a shitload. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that. Then they literally buried them. it in the desert. <laughs> yes. It was, there's a whole documentary on there. There is. Like I watched it, it too. Yeah. Yeah. Did they find any? I don't think so. No. No. That'd be amazing if they did. Can you imagine? <laughs> like there's got to be somebody's got a copy somewhere. Do you think they'd be worth a ton of money or worth nothing? I don't know. That's can you a good imagine? question. Here's a pile of shit worth a million dollars. But anyways, you yeah. down for dissecting Jason X? Jason X, yes. Okay, I'm we gonna... will do that second half of the show next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... So I left you with a little project for this yes, week. Yes, project for What's this your week? project, buddy? My project is to help our listeners understand how to communicate with us. Okay. So bunch of different ways that you can get a hold of us. Uh, email especially, uh, two guys on Friday at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, and you can download our shows at iTunes and Google Play. Google Play Music. Google Play Music. That's I something I fucked up on, because oh, okay. there's Google Play and Google Play Music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Google Play Music, and that one's not my fault this time. No, see, I'm not perfect either. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys like us, please give us a shout. Like I said, Instagram and Facebook, two guys on Friday at gmail.com. Awesome. Till next week. Not bad, buddy. Not bad. Thanks. Thanks. T-G-O-F. I've just about read that word for work. <laughs>